Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of my podcast called Hannah's Song of the Week. My name is Hannah, and the song that I can't seem to get out of my head this week is Gurenga by Lisa. It has now been five weeks, and I have been doing this show for a month. And I've been learning so much about podcasts and how to make the show better. And I feel like I'm slowly getting into a rhythm as well. And I'm slowly able to loosen up a little because sometimes when there's a microphone in front of you, you tense up a little bit and you're not as much as yourself. But I feel like the show is slowly coming along where I can open up and I can be a little goofy and have a lot of fun. So today, this episode is going to be a little different because this is the first song in a different language. And I'm so excited about it. I normally don't listen to songs that are in other languages, and if I do, it's most likely Spanish song. And it's mainly because I like to be able to immediately kind of sing along to songs and pick it up fast. And I know I could learn the language of other songs, but I'm honestly just kind of lazy. It's a character flaw that I'm working on. I'm slowly learning that it is important to listen to other types of music that aren't in English because other countries just have different styles with their music and they have different stories to tell as well. And the song for today is actually in Japanese and is sung by a Japanese artist. And disclaimer, you probably heard from the intro, but I have never learned any Japanese or any pronunciation, so I'm going to try my best today. I'm not going to be reciting any of the Japanese lyrics, so you get a pass on that. I'm going to try to pronounce everything to the best of my ability, especially the title, because I'll be talking about the title a lot, because the song today is Gurenge by Lisa. And I couldn't find a direct translation of Gurenga, but what I could find was that it kind of means like red lotus. This quarantine, I have slowly been getting new interests. So I learned how to knit, I learned how to embroider, and I've been watching different types of movies and shows. And one of those is I have now finally gotten into anime. I have always been a huge nerd, and anime always kind of seemed like a thing that I would be interested in, but when I was younger, I really couldn't get into it. But I think now that I'm adult, I've seen a lot of different types of movies and shows and stories that I can finally understand the art style and the storytelling style of anime, because it is different from, like, cartoons here in America. Because as a white woman, I did not grow up on this kind of culture and so when you watch anime there is a couple of culture shocks that you really have to get through like for instance I when I first started watching like really watching anime I would get confused over like the actual names of characters because over there when you meet someone new it's respectful to refer to them by their last name and as you develop a relationship then you can start referring to them by their first name and I was really confused on that kind of culture difference when I was watching anime so I couldn't remember like oh who is this who is this person's name actually but you really do get the hang of it as you keep watching when you talk to other people about the show they kind of use the names interchangeably as well so you just kind of gotta remember everyone's first and last names, and even nicknames as well. But once you get over a couple bumps in the road culture-wise, then you find that anime is like actually an art form that can craft really unique, fantastical, and outrageous stories that Western and American television just can't. And they tackle a lot of important issues through this art form. 
I always like to stand up for animated films and animated shows because just because something is animated doesn't mean that it's for kids or it's simple and not as critically acclaimed as like something that is live action or that just because it's animated adults can't watch it. And I think a lot of our western animation is like this. You know kids cartoons are actually catered towards kids but there are some animated tv shows and movies here in America that are for adults but I feel like anime as a whole, even though it is animated, there are some stuff that are for kids, but it's mainly not for kids. They tackle a lot of adult topics like grief, war, love, trauma, etc, etc. But you're probably wondering, Hannah, why are you standing up for anime? Why does this relate? This is not an anime podcast, this is a song podcast. And well, the reason that I brought up anime, and I'm kind of defending it to some of my listeners, is because Grenge is the opening song to the anime Demon Slayer, and so that's how I first listened to it. There's only one season out of Demon Slayer, Anime does this another cool thing where each season has its own opening theme song because each season of animes kind of tackle different arcs and so the songs represent those arcs as well. So Gurenge is the theme song for this first season and most animes honestly have banging opening themes. Like I don't know what is in the water over there but they know how to write an opening theme song to their shows and this one is just one of my many favorites. And most of the theme songs are written for the anime, but they can be enjoyed outside of the anime. And I think Gurenge is the one that I'm going to be listening to the most outside of actually watching the shows. And the queen of anime openers is Lisa, who is the artist behind the song of this week. Lisa's real name is Risa Oribe. She was born on June 24th, 1987, and that makes her a cancer. She is a Japanese singer-songwriter and lyricist from Seki Gifu. She signed to Sakura Music under Sony Music Artists. And when she was younger, she took piano and vocal lessons all throughout her childhood. She even created a cover band in high school that covered songs by Avril Lavigne, Love, Psychelico, and Ego Rappin. Her musical influences are Avril Lavigne, Oasis, Green Day, Paramore, Kesha, and Rihanna. If you know me really well in my music taste, you can tell why I like her. Her first big introduction to the music industry was through her indie band called Chucky. And once Chucky broke up, she moved to Tokyo. And this is where her career really took off as a solo artist. In Tokyo, she formed the stage name Lisa, which stands for Love is Same All. And when you look at how she spells Lisa, it's capital L, lowercase i, capital S, capital A. So you can tell that it's an acronym for Love is Same All. In 2010, she made her debut singing songs for the anime series Angel Beats. She also made her solo debut in 2011 with the mini album called Letters to You where she wrote the lyrics and she had other people come in and write the music for her. She would go on to have multiple songs used in animes, and a lot of people joke that you know it'll be a good anime if there is a really good Lisa song attached to it. Some of the animes she's known for writing openings are Demon Slayer, Sword Art Online, Fate Slash Zero, Angel Beats, My Hero Academia, and many more. And then Gurenge, the song for this week, won Best Theme Song at the 2019 New Type Anime Awards. Before I move on to talking about the song, I want to give you a short synopsis of the Demon Slayer plot because the song will make a lot more sense when you know the plot of this anime. So I wrote a little synopsis and I'm going to read it to you right now. 
In a world where demons exist, the life of Tanjiro Kamado is changed forever when he returns home to find his entire family murdered and his sister, Nezuko, turned into a demon. Determined to find a cure for his sister, Tanjiro joins the Demon Slayer Corps, a secret society that has been waging a secret war against demons for centuries. That is the very basic plot because I do not want to give out any spoilers, but if you are not a fan of horror, you may not like this anime, but honestly, aside from the brutal moments that are in the show, it is a good story about a young boy that is just trying to save his sister, which is the only family that he has left. All of the characters are super lovable in the show, and the animation style is absolutely outstanding because they fight demons with swords, and so just the animation of the fighting is just absolutely pretty. So I'm going to dive into the lyrics a little bit here. Obviously, I will not be reading the Japanese lyrics because we will be here all day for me trying to figure out how to pronounce them. So I found a English translation by an artist named Emily. She also has a cover of this song in English up on her YouTube. I would give it a listen, like if your native language is English, to be able to see how it lines up with the melody. So the song is pretty basic layout. We have an intro, then a verse, then a chorus, then another verse, another chorus and bridge, and then an ending chorus. And the intro is repeated throughout the song and is used as like pre-choruses as well. So the intro goes, finally you've given me a reason to be strong and we'll stand hand in hand till the end. I think that is a banging intro because it's introducing kind of like this very story-esque kind of song. And I like to see this song from the point of view of Tanjiro as he's on a quest to save his sister. After the intro, we have like this big musical break and then we go into the first verse. And the first verse says, as my body's shaking, the future is out there waiting for me to grasp the light that's trembling just like my hand. I gotta keep it safe from fading. That's all I want. The subtle scent of midnight. I spent all 30 nights. I glare up at the stars staring into the sky. The path I see before me, I know only I can change it. That's all I need. So this song is obviously about someone who is very uncertain about their future and they're scared to even start it, but they have to stay strong and they have to go find the future that they want and they have to go find their happiness. So the pre-chorus is the same as the intro and then the chorus goes, despite the past mistakes we can't erase, a future that we can't escape, as long as I can always keep you safe, I've got to be strong. So to your name, I'll fight through the pain. This world can beat me down a hundred times, but into the light I'll always rise. A lotus flower so pure, right up to the end, until it blooms a bright red. So we finally get kind of what the title of the song means here in the chorus, uh, when she references a lotus flower. So obviously the person singing doesn't feel like that they have bloomed yet and are waiting to bloom, but they have someone with them who is helping them along the way. And there's kind of like direct references to the anime. As long as I can keep you safe, there's mentions of pain, world beating them down a hundred times, and obviously there's a lot of fighting in the show. But you can also take it outside of that, you know, it's just life is hard and trying to find yourself is hard, but as long as you have someone to fight for, life can become easier and your future can become attainable. 
Then after that first chorus, we go into a second verse that goes, I can hear the lightning, there's not a song more frightening, and like a storm, you can't control some things in this world. Not everything can be protected, I already know that. Good and evil, they will always want to intertwine. Our true nature hiding beneath the surface. Tell me why. Tell me why I don't need you, like a wildflower growing tall. There's beauty in the way you live and thrive despite it all. So the anime also has a lot of themes of like, are we able to protect everyone? Even though it's kind of like the Demon Slayer core's duty to protect humans. And this verse too kind of plays around with that. And this song also plays along the lines, along the themes of good and evil, and how do we live when there's evil in the world, and how are we supposed to defeat the evil. You see someone like Nezuko, who is a demon, living life like a wildflower growing tall, and there's beauty in the way that she is able to fight this kind of like demon curse and thrive and live a tondro despite being a literal demon. Then we go into the second chorus, which actually has different words than the first chorus, and it goes, This road is overgrown with deadly thorns, like an endless night of violent storms. But for your sake, through all the twists and turns, I'll try to be brave. With only my love, I'm rising above. The dreams I tried but couldn't bring to life, and the ones I only see at night, they're rooted deep in my heart. That's where they'll remain. I'll let them grow wild in my veins." That is such a heartbreaking chorus to me. The person who is the point of view of this song is just absolutely heartbroken with what's happened to them, but they are, you can really tell they're fighting for this one person and they're fighting for a future. After that chorus, we go into a bridge and it says, a meaningless conclusion calls, so quietly the curtain falls, a broken scream upon the wind, but none to hear the heartless sin the shadow of a laughing soul, the sorrow of a heart wishing, only for love, only for light, only for life. This song is just very much like, I will endure the bad things in life, and it is my mission to bring peace upon the world. <laughs> and that's just like a perfect anime opening theme song, but you can definitely take it, like take away like the literal fears of demons and put like your own personal demons into this song and it could be a little relatable that way. I will say that the lyrics of this song, while they're fun and good, uh, that's kind of not the main reason I love this song, mainly because I didn't really know the lyrics of the song until just right now <laughs> because they were in Japanese. But you can really get a feel for the song's theme through its music. And this song is like a heavy rock and roll reverging on heavy punk and metal kind of. And Lisa's vocals really remind me of Hayley Williams. They are meant to be for rock and roll music and punk music. And the song starts off very soft. And then when she sings and will stand hand in hand till the end, then there's just this big beat drop with the main guitar riff comes in. This is like the thing that keeps repeating throughout the song. And it is a good guitar riff and it makes me want to headbang almost every time. It's like just a really good beat. And then there's also this part in the riff where there's like a higher note on the chord that just butts in. And you should just go listen to it so you can actually experience that, that beat drop because it is it is good. It is This is a heavy rock song and I absolutely love it. Then when we get to the verses, the song kind of brings it down and it, the, fo the focus in the verses is Lisa and her singing. And then the pre-chorus is very similar to the intro music-wise, except before the choruses, we get a bass drum that comes in on the beat. 
so it leads us into a chorus because the chorus of this song is like the high point each time. It's not like last week where we had a slow build until the end. Like this song goes up, builds up and down and it builds to the chorus every time. And the chorus does go off. Then this is really where the song picks up. And Lisa's actually kind of singing very fast throughout the entire song. Like she jams a lot of words in there, which is really cool. And the second verse in like the second stanza of the part of the second verse, the melody changes a little bit. And I think this really kind of keeps the listener on their toes because the song is fairly repetitive, but each time the beat drops and you get that guitar riff, it's an awesome feeling. So like, it doesn't matter that the song's repetitive, but the song does switch it up every once in a while, just so you're not super bored. Lisa also has a very wide range throughout the song. She sings super high and goes into her head voice and then comes down and into her belting range. And I kind of love that mixed with like a rock song. And then once we get to the bridge, the bridge is even softer than the verses. And this is kind of where we get like the main message where this person is fighting for love and is fighting for light and life. And then we get the last chorus after the bridge, which builds into this halftime. And we all know that I love a good halftime in songs. The halftime lasts for about four bars, and then we get back into the fast-paced, heavy part of the chorus. And the song ends with the guitar riff from before at the beat drops. And I would say that this song is very drum and guitar heavy. It fits because the drums are kind of like the driving force of the song, whereas the guitar carries the theme of the song. And then Lisa's vocals are the glue that holds all of this together. That makes it such a cool punk rock anime opening song. My favorite parts of the song have got to be the beat drop to the guitar riff, especially in the beginning. Every time it gets, I'm like, yes, yes, let's do this. And then definitely the drums is another one of my favorite parts when it builds to the chorus. And then obviously when the song goes into that half tempo at the very last chorus, it kind of makes my brain go brr and it just feels good. And it's such, it makes you really want to like physically dance and jam out. And I would say the melodic line, like what Lisa is singing throughout the song, is super catchy. And it's super fast paced, so it really kind of sticks into your head that way. Or even though I can't like sing along because I don't know the words, I do kind of like sing along to the vowels. And that's what makes singing the song really fun because I can just jump along with. Because while the melodic line does feel like an actual melody, it does jump from low to high pretty fast. But that's what makes it really fun. So I'm going to name three songs that have a very similar vibe and feeling to Gurunge by Lisa that you may like if you end up liking this song. And the first song that I'm going to recommend is Conspiracy by Paramore. You probably have not heard this Paramore song unless you're a big fan, but this is old school Paramore. So it's off their first album, All We Know Is Falling. And this album is probably where they wrote kind of their hardest material uh, and their discography really kind of gets poppier as it goes along especially ending with After Laughter. And I feel like Tondro would really relate to the meaning of this song, um, as well as just the song also sounds like Lisa's other music. The second song I'm going to recommend is another American song called The Lines by Beartooth. This song is heavy punk, like very heavy, um, but it's very similar to Lisa because the song has a really good guitar riff that stays in your head, that is very similar to the guitar riff in Gurenge. And the singer of Beartooth 
screams. So it's kind of like on the verge of heavy metal. But once you get to the chorus, he does switch to singing, which is why I like it more than just straight up metal music. And it's just a good music of metal and just like really heavy punk music. The last song I'm going to recommend is another anime opening song. And it is Again by Yui. And this is the first opening song for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which is an anime I watched over quarantine that I fell in love with. And the whole show has great opening themes, but this one is super similar to Lisa with heavy guitar influence and drum influence. And it is a rock opening compared to some of the other opening themes in animes, but it's definitely not as heavy as Gurunge. But if you find yourself like actually kind of liking this Japanese style of singing and music, you should definitely check out Again by Yui. So I think the moral of the story is that you shouldn't be afraid to kind of listen to music in different languages. And I need to get better at it myself. Honestly, watching media from different countries, like TV shows and movies, really do help when you're trying to branch out music-wise. Because I feel like it's easier to watch movies or TV shows from other countries, but it's harder to listen to music from other countries just because there's no visual there. But it's really rewarding when you do and you feel like that you understand the emotion without actually having to listen to the lyrics all super hard. And I think that Lisa, and to me, Lisa is like a Japanese Haley Williams. So she's amazing in my book. And I definitely want to listen to her other stuff after this and support musicians from other countries. So the stunning vocals, heavy guitar riff, and headbang ability is why Gurenge by Lisa is my song of the week. listening to the fifth episode of Hannah's Song of the Week. If you want to hear more of my ramblings on some of my favorite songs, make sure to come back every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. If you want to learn more about me and keep up to date with the podcast, you can check out my Twitter linked in the episode below. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in. I hope you have a good week and listen to some good music. And don't forget to treat people with kindness. Bye!